The neshama that we have lives a dual life. It's partly ensconced in the body and tied to Gashmias, yet at the same time it exists on a spiritual plane. As a result, at times it can be exposed to certain spiritual forces and be aware of things that the body is not aware of. Although this awareness doesn't necessarily translate into us being actually cognizant of what's going on in the spiritual world. Chazal referred to this in Sachs Megillah, that there's a concept of af al-gav de'ihu chazu mazle chaze, meaning, even though he didn't see, his mazel saw, uh, like, or maybe we would translate that his subconscious saw. So this means that the neshama experienced a vision from a spiritual plane, and because of that became aware of something. It just didn't quite translate into a physical awareness, but was enough to frighten the person. In the case of the Gemara, it's talking about how Daniel saw the angel above the river, while the Nevi'im, although they were Nevi'im, Chagiz, Chai, and Malachi, they didn't see it, because that wasn't a vision for them. But nevertheless, they were frightened, because Mazle Chaze, their, their neshama had interacted with it, and they experienced it, so they didn't know what it was, but they, it was enough to frighten them. The concept of dreams can be understood this way as well, and the, the Ramchal is going to explain what our dreams are made of. Hashem, he writes us, created night for the purpose of us sleeping and resting so that the body can regain its strength. And during that time, our physical self is is at peace. It's dulled down. Our senses are dulled. We're not aware of what we see or hear or smell. Our, our minds rest as well. But the imagination is active and generally creates images of what we experienced that day. At times, it can be affected by food or different physical things we felt, and that's a typical dream. Hashem also designed the nighttime and sleep for the neshama. The neshama during this time separates itself somewhat from the body, and parts, most parts of the neshama actually, the neshama, chaya, yechida, and ruach, all except the nefesh, are elevated above the physical and then can interact in a more direct way with the spiritual plane. Only the nefesh remains totally within the guf. Now these other parts of our soul are now free to go and wander wherever they're allowed to go. And they interact with spiritual powers. At times, they connect with the angels who are in charge of the physical world. And that creates one kind of vision and one kind of true, which the Rebbe explains is a true vision. Or they are approached by angel, angels of destruction, Malachi Chabala, or by Shadim, depending on different reasons which we don't understand. And whatever we experience from them is definitively false. The experience with which the Neshama has can possibly translate into something which the imagination formulates. And as a result, we might have a dream which is affected by what the neshama went through. However, it tends to be highly diluted and compromised, coming through the many channels necessary for it to become something physical. And that's why dreams are so fragmented and partially true and a lot of false in them. They tend to be mostly a confused jumble of information, which at times some parts can be picked out to teach us something, 
of what is happening in the spiritual world if a person has a method of discerning which parts are true. If Hashem desires, dreams can be a method where the person is informed of the future. And this happens through the neshama interacting with an angel and the information or effect of this interaction reaches the nefesh and becomes an image created by the mind. And that image can be clear or cryptic, depending on how much Hashem chooses to reveal to us. This is referenced in a pasik in Eov, Bachaloim Chazyan Laila, in a, a vision at night, Azigla Izin Anashem Hashem will open the ears of a person. Now, these dreams should not be confused with the concept of prophetic dreams, which was a form of prophecy experienced by the Nevi'im, and those will be explained later. These dreams, though, even when they are a product of a connection with an angel and have truth to them, are still very affected by the other parts of our imagination. And that's why Chazal say, every single dream, every single dream has parts that can't be true.